LOI Match Day on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to the first episode of LOI Match Day on Off the Ball. I'm Stephen Doyle and I'll be your host for this weekly magazine style podcast with reviews and previews of every match in the SSE Electricity League. Premier Division and First Division gets equal billing and we'll hear from various managers and players around the country over the course of the season. Team news, stats, form, league position and plenty more. I'll give you all the info you need heading into every League of Ireland match day. We start a few weeks into the respective league seasons, but better late than never, eh? So after match day five in the Premier Division, Goldshy Shells leave the winless champions stumped. Another clean sheet for the Lily Whites and a scoreless draw at Derry, while Bohemians return to the summit after another sinful performance by the Saints. And there was another travelling gold show with the Rebels back out on the road. Meanwhile, it was a ruthless slash and burn by the Tribes men against the Kingdom. And in hot pursuit of the First Division leaders, the Ramblers are on a serious march toward promotion, while the new coaching setup at Finn Park are still trying to get a tune out of the harps. This is LOI Match Day on Off the Ball. There were just three goals served up in the four Premier Division games on Friday night, with two of them scored by Bohemians in their 2-0 win against struggling St. Patrick's Athletic at Richmond Park. Good ball by Kirk. Coote was left standing, isolated and open. Coote! What a finish that is! It's Afalabi! His weight is over! Former Irish under-21 international Jonathan Afalabi there, opening his account for the season with his first league goal for Bowes, who didn't seal the win until injury time. And substitute Dean Williams also bagged a first goal since his move to Dalymount Park. The Fibsborough club are top again after a first win in Inchicore since November 2020. Meanwhile, Saints boss Tim Clancy is under a bit of pressure after a good start to the season. They're now ninth after losing three on the bounce, despite taking four points from their first two games, and Pats head up the road to Talla this weekend. However, their hosts and defending champions Shamrock Rovers are having problems of their own. The Hoops have yet to win this season and were left frustrated after Shelburne put in another battling Tolka Park performance to earn a point in a nil-all draw. Shells are unbeaten at home, after three Tolka tussles this season and in seventh place are a point and a place above their Rings End derby rivals. Another two clubs in close contact in the table are Derry City and Dundalk after they also played out a scoreless draw at the Ryan McBride Brandywell. 17 goal attempts for the home team versus five for the visitors tells a tale but that's five meetings between the two with no win for the Candy Stripes who are now second and just three points ahead of Dundalk. Derry City gaffer Rory Higgins felt the gap should be six after the way his side performed. Getting to the byline, the amount of territory we had, the amount of, it was wave after wave, and they were they were looking for the, the final whistle, to be fair. They're an excellent team, but I think second half performance is the best we've played this season, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and we haven't picking up the three, taken the three points that, that we deserved. Strahdy United demonstrated their good defensive qualities with a third clean sheet of the season in a 1-0 away win to UCD. Teenage defender Emmanuel Adeboyega scored his first goal in senior football with a beautiful header in the 73rd minute. And Kevin Doherty's side held on for their second win of the season to go fifth. It's not looking good for the students though. They managed an impressive draw at Dundalk on the opening weekend. But since then have lost four on the trot 
and are anchored to the bottom of the table. Cork City aren't showing any signs of a team struggling despite many pre-season predictions declaring they would. That said, while they're up to sixth place, they threw away another good lead, this time at Sligo Rovers on Saturday night. Joint top scorer Ruri Keating bags his fourth goal of the season after Jonas Hakkinen scored the opener, but 19-year-old Aina Clancy started the comeback with his first goal for the bitter red. An injury time penalty scored by Max Mata leveled the match and the points were shared, so Sligo remained fourth and Mata joins Keating at the top of the league scoring charts. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. The big derby match in Louth kicking off the St. Patrick's weekend League of Ireland action on Thursday night at 7.45. A day in advance, the sold-out signs were up at Weavers Park. But we'll go liking this one because by the time you listen, it'll probably be been and gone. But most likely with the Lily Whites third and draw to fifth, both teams on eight points expect fireworks. Now there's two games at five o'clock on Friday with Cork City returning to Turner's Cross to play Shelburne and other pair of clubs who are neck and neck in the table on five points. But the hosts are one place ahead in sixth. They haven't met in the top flight since 2020. And the Leasiders may fancy some revenge from their Division 1 season in 2021. Shells won all three matches and two of those were at the cross. Defender Paddy Barrett's a doubt for the visitors while Mark Coyle's likely to miss out. But Shane Griffin is fit and available once again. St. Patrick's Athletic supporters will pile onto the loose to make their way to Tallis Stadium, where they haven't seen a win against Shamrock Rovers in the league since 2016. Kerry FC manager Billy Dennehy was on the score sheet that day with Christy Fagan, but the Hoops have dominated this fixture since with six wins and six draws. The teams placed eighth and ninth in the table on four points, badly need a win to keep their supporters happy, and Rovers boss Stephen Bradley will hope to avoid heading into the international break without a win this season. Simon Power is out for the hoops with a hamstring, while Dylan Watts and Marcus Palm will undergo late fitness tests. Ronan Finn should be back next week. Saints midfielder Jamie Lennon suspended, while Danny Rogers, Tom Gravosti and Harry Brockbank are all injured. But Adam Murphy has returned to full training out of the Tala trip. Bohemian striker Johnny Afalabi will be hoping to back up his first league goal when UCD visit Dalymount Park. However, his manager Declan Devine was keen to point out to LOI Match Day that he has many other facets to his game. Yeah, look, I think I think every centre forward wants to be scoring goals, but for me there was always a bigger picture. His hold up play, his ability to bring others on the play, his ability to counter attack, um, I think were, were huge factors in, in, in the opening couple of games. But Look, as you say, every centre-forward wants to get off the mark as quick as possible, but it was never any concern or doubt that, you know, he's assists have been very high level. Um, as I say, he's, he's general play. He's a fantastic lad to work with, Stephen. He's, he's somebody who comes on every day, and I thoroughly enjoy working with him because he trains the way he plays. The Gypsies had to grind out a 1-0 win the last time they hosted UCD, who proved a tough nut to crack last season. But it hasn't gone so well in the early stages of the new term. After their opening draw at Dundalk, they've lost to Sligo Rovers, Cork City, Derry City and Drogheda United. But Devine is making sure that his squad are as sharp as they have been for every other game. If you ever look down your nose at, a, at UCD, you tend to end up um, getting an egg on your face. So look, we, 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 we'll treat every game. It doesn't matter if it's it's in a, a, you know, it's Derry City, Shamrock Rovers, St. Pat's, UCD. We go under the same, we have to go under the same mindset. You know, we spoke today about you know, about our, our home record. We want to make sure that we're formidable at home. 
Um, and look, for, for, to go away from home last weekend and pick up a three points, then you got to follow that up again by, by, by trying to get a result against UCD at home. Captain Keith Buckley's a doubt for Bowes with a calf problem, while Dylan Connolly will serve the last of his three-game ban following his sending off against Shelburne. That game and the clash at the Ryan McBride Brandywell kick off at 7.45 and the joint top scorer in the top flight, Max Matta, may find it harder to increase his tally for Sligo Rovers against Derry City. On a high after being recalled to the New Zealand squad, the striker is just three short of his seven-goal league tally last season, but he insists he didn't set himself a target. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't think too much about it. It was just try and score as many as I can. Um whatever that number is, and try and help help the team win games and climb the ladder as, as much as we possibly can. Um, so, yeah, it's nice to to be uh, on my way to hitting last season's um, goal-scoring chart. So, yeah, hopefully just keep it going, keep scoring. A win would see Rovers join the second-place candy stripes on 11 points, but the home team haven't conceded a goal in two home games. Matter is well briefed ahead of their trip north. Derry's a, a top team. We know what uh, they have to offer. They always are solid competitors and having to go up there and play in their home ground is always difficult. Um, I think probably for, for anyone in the league. So, yeah, we're really excited. We know that it's going to be a big occasion. We know the uh, the strengths they have as a team. Um, so, yeah, it's, we're, we're really excited. Hopefully go up there and do our best to take three points. Derry's Mark Connolly was stretched off during the first half of last Friday's match and will miss out this weekend. But manager Rory Higgins was keeping his cards close to his chest when discussing his options. That match can be caught live on RTE2. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. Well, unlike the top flight last week, there was no shortage of goals in the first division games, even with two scoreless draws. Unfortunately for new club Kerry, 10 of them were scored at Eamon DC Park where they were hammered 9-1 by leaders Galway United. Ed McCarthy bagged a first half hat-trick and there were doubles from Ibrahim Keita and Stephen Walsh while Rob Slevin and Francely Lombotto chipped in with a goal each. Ryan Kelleher scored the consolation for the visitors who hopefully won't be too downhearted in the embryonic stages of their development as a League of Ireland senior club. Waterford leapfrogged their host Athlone Town into the playoff places with a 1-0 win at Lissy Wollen thanks to midfielder Shane Griffin's first goal of the season. That's seven wins and a draw for the Blues in that particular head-to-head since Athlone's last win back in 2017. It hasn't been a great start back in the first division for Finn Harps and their new boss Dave Rogers but they've calmed the storm after two defeats to open the season with two draws and more importantly by keeping a clean sheet in their 0-0 at home to Wexford. The first Harps clean sheet since last August and it would seem the players took on board Rogers' pre-match talk. I said to the boys before the game, I challenged them, I said, boys, I want a clean sheet and I want you to be proactive and I want you to be you know, confident and, and, and on that front foot. For the first 25 minutes, I don't think we were, but then I think for the last 20 of the first half, we grew into the game and then obviously we challenged them again at half-time and said we wanted crosses in the box, you know, good movements, we wanted a little bit more ruthlessness and again, on another night, we might nick a goal, but I thought overall really pleased for them. I'm, I'm proud of them again, Nigel. The other scoreless draw was at the Carlisle grounds where Longford's quest for a maiden win this season continued. Stephen Henderson's Midlanders were dogged for the point that keeps them in seventh, 
Bray, who remained third, were left to room many missed chances, especially for 22-year-old former St. Patrick's Athletic and Crumlin United striker Jake Walker, who's yet to find the net for his new club. Arto O'Donnell gives this one away, and is Darty going to punish Treaty again? He is indeed, he gets his second of the night, a third for Cove Ramblers. The second goal on the night there for Cove Ramblers striker Jack Doherty, who's on course to surpass his six-goal tally for Wexford last year, as his double against Treaty United took him to 3-4 this season after just four matches. Wilson Waweru opened the scoring in a 3-0 win for the hosts, who are in second place on 10 points and only two behind the leaders, whom they face on Friday. And it's that big game at the top where we start our look ahead to the weekend action. Now, when the fixtures were released, the meeting of Cove Ramblers and leaders Galway United wouldn't have stood out as a possible top-of-the-table clash in Week 5. It couldn't be set up any better, though, and another bumper crowd is expected at St Coleman's Park. Host boss Shane Keegan's delighted to be back at home in front of an expectant home support. I think it was around about 1,200 there for the first home game, which was great. We then had back-to-back away games, which I was bemoaning at the time because I wanted to build on the momentum of, of, of the great home turnout. The fact that we've gone and got four points from, from six from those two away games means you're looking at, at this Friday, St. Patrick's Day fixture, five o'clock kickoff, you know, the game penciled in after the St. Patrick's Day parade and before the fireworks display. Really, really hope we could have a, a, a really good crowd there for this Friday, which is very exciting. Keegan wasn't too concerned about spies from the opposition peering over the fence for their training sessions this week, which had a real buzz about them after the early results. A draw against Longford Town and wins against Treaty, Wexford and Kerry for Ramblers. But this will be a bigger challenge against the Galway side, rejuvenated with former Finn Harps boss Ollie Horgan playing sidekick to manager John Caulfield. The Tribes men have only conceded twice so far this season and before the annihilation of Kerry, they got an impressive win at Waterford. And Keegan is struggling to find any weak points in their team. Even more so, Stephen, to their credit, is is the fact that you're you're looking for chinks in their armour, looking for goals they've coughed up or chances they've coughed up to show our lads where the weaknesses are. And truth is, there's there's very few examples of that. You know, very few examples of chances they've coughed up. Never mind goals. Um, so they they look they look extremely solid. Um, and look, they're they are rightly favourites to 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 go kick, go on and win the league at at this stage. But Look, at the same time, we couldn't be in a better place heading into the game. We really, really couldn't um, in terms of even just training last night. As you can imagine, look, you know, naturally enough, when results are going well, um, there's a there's a really, really good vibe around the place. That's a 5pm kickoff and an hour later, Wexford and Kerry meet at Ferry Carrick Park with the hosts hoping for a win that could move them into the playoff places. While the visitors are at the bottom and would love to add to the one point earned so far. Could Athlone Town get back to winning ways against Treaty United and ensure they remain in the top five? Gordon Brett's team have lost their last two but entertain the second from bottom team who have just one point so far. That game kicks off at 7.45. Then on Saturday, there's another tasty-looking tie with Waterford and Bray facing off at 3 o'clock. Bray could take second place if they beat the Munster Club but also depending on Cove's result. <clears throat> <clears throat> Depending on Cove's result, the day before, Bray could take second place if they beat the Munster Club, who are hoping to get a first win at the RSC this season after drawing there with Longford and Galway. The Seagulls have collected four points on the road so far. At 7.30, Longford Town and Finn Harps kick off at Bishop's Gate. The town, like the other three teams from the bottom four, have yet to win, but they're a point and a place above the boys from Bally Buffet. One big issue is scoring goals. Zero in the last two games, and of the two scored... One was from defender Mohamed Boudiaf. 
Music to the ears of Harps German goalkeeper Tim Heimer, who told LOI Matchday he's really enjoying life in Donegal, worlds apart from his hometown of Mönchengladbach and Liverpool when tying with Everton. He's even picked up a bit of a Scouse accent and was delighted to get the clean sheet against Wexford. Oh, that was that was very important. Um, as you said, the start wasn't wasn't very easy. We are a completely new squad, um, um, a very young squad as well. Um, but the clean sheet last week was was very important for us, especially obviously I, I was buzzing with it. But um, now it's just about to find to to hit the target and like to score our fir- first goal, sort of open play. But I think you can you can tell, especially the second half last weekend, um, that we're getting closer together. We're getting to used to play with each other. Um, so I think. It won't take us long until it's going to be clicking and then we're going to go. Heimer feels the goals will come and there were plenty for Finn Harps the last time they managed to win on the road. Coincidentally, the game against Longford marks one year to the day when they managed that. March 18th, 2022, a 3-0 victory against Shelburne at Tolka Park in the Premier Division and Heimer is determined not to allow this winless run go on any longer. Oh yeah, definitely. Um as the, as the gaffer said, we want to win every game, um, and that that's what we're definitely going for this Saturday. Um, I think I think it was it was a confident boost for the whole team that we kept a clean sheet. So now it's just about all right scoring as well and getting our first three points. Well, that's the first edition of LOI Match Day and Off the Ball done and dusted. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to it. We'll keep this one coming out every week. There's a match going on in the Premier Division and First Division of the SSE Electricity League. You can follow me, Stephen Doyle, at Dub Soul Rebel on Twitter. I can take any feedback there as well if you fancy it, but I'll catch you again next week. LOI Match Day on Off the Ball.